Hi guys, this is Precious. And this is Maria. Welcome to our Beauty Marks. A podcast dedicated to self-acceptance and inner beauty. Where we also look to dismantle the false ideals of beauty. So get comfortable. Today was actually like an excellent day. You know when things just kind of like go right and you're like laughing and you're happy and everyone around you is kind of laughing and happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just had a great day with my colleagues, with my work family. Someone said that's so American to like make everyone your family from work. <laughs> All I'm hearing is that you are just really mad you don't have a work family. I have like my colleagues who are my friends, but they're not my family. Where I work is really small. There's only like five of us. And it's like a... It feels like a family because, like, we're literally there for each other for everything, you know, if that makes sense. And that's why it feels like a family. Like, we're just accepting of each other, even though, like, we all have flaws. We're just, like, there for each other when, like, shit hits the fan. So it feels like a family. And I, I don't know if it's an American thing, but I know wherever I go, like, I'll be at university and I'll have my uni family, right? had my Loughborough uni family. I had my previous uni family. I guess you call them family. I call them friends. <laughs> Why do you be so stingy? Because <laughs> La Familia is very specific. I feel like even like maybe you guys, I don't. I feel like we're close, like family, but I've never said, oh my God, they're like family. Precious. It's just for me. Like it's the word. I'm, I'm somewhat offended, but like understanding, but somewhat offended. As in, like, you are like family, like. I'm using my, you know. Are your kids going to call me auntie? Yeah. So then I'm family. Don't even deny me. You'll <laughs> be out of respect. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know that. I'm just going to tell all the kids, like, I'm her second cousin. I don't know if you know. <laughs> it's like, clearly, look at her dad. Like, we were kind of- <laughs> you know i think because my family like was so like mixed and um, we came out like so many different shades i never really put like race on family does that make sense like i wouldn't see like a brown cousin and think it was odd i'll just be like oh let's go play guys <laughs> yeah like that's just upbringing isn't it because that's like the normal for you and like for even, I guess, myself. I think that's why, like, for me, when dating, I'm so open to outside my race because that's what I was, like, around. It was so normal. Like, it was just what it was and what it is. So, like, when people, like, oh, especially, like, younger, maybe, I won't say younger, younger, but, like, my teenage, it's like, oh, you know, you know, people are like, oh, you don't date. It's like, no, I don't, but it's what I was around. Okay, so, like, you know what happened? Um, <laughs> the funny thing that happened with me today, and it's literally, it happened again just before we did this um, podcast, the one we were on the phone, and I thought you hung up and you were still there. <laughs> and I think I was, like, saying something. I was, like, something, something. Oop. Ignore that sound. <laughs> I think I said something, like, in a French accent because I was closing the curtains. <laughs> 
And then you're like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm like, I thought you were gone. <laughs> um, so like I was on the shop floor on my own. And so I was like, oh, you know, I'll obviously like I turn my back to the, towards the entrance, the door. And I was fixing the rail and I started, cause I was just singing randomly and I was singing this French song. And I think a customer just came in and I was just in, you know, when you're in your zone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, she definitely like heard that. Cause it's like not, she was just too close to me not to have what heard French it. What song were you even singing? Like, Fera Jaca. <laughs> No, it was like I don't know how to sing it properly because I don't know the words, but it's like this, like um, I th- I'm pretty sure you've heard it. It's like the love it all now, love it all now. Okay, before you sang that, I was like the only other French song I can think about was like oh ja ja. Okay, man, that's a vibe. But yeah, I'll sing that one because um, I feel like when I'm in London, it reminds me so much of Paris. But like, I feel like Paris is obviously each <laughs> other. Um, and like where I was, like the hotel when I was in Paris, it's similar to this hotel. And the hotel, like it was like literally right across the Eiffel Tower. Ooh, and yeah. I remember like taking the Snapchat and I put that song in the background and I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh my God. I love Paris. And I'm so, so, oh my God, I love your cousin slash auntie. She's my, she's my straight aunt. She's my auntie. There's no cousin she's in that. She's my mom's sister. <laughs> There's no room for it. She's your mom's sister? Yeah, that's my mom's sister. Like, my other cousin uncles, they, we argue about it because, or not that we argue about it, we go with either one because I think in, like, English and, like, American custom, it's, like, that's your your second cousin or your third cousin because it's your parents like first cousin or and it becomes your second cousin but like in like greek culture in malawian ways that's still your uncle like your parents first second third cousin is still your uncle auntie right but the okay so for me it's like that's your second like your cousin yeah 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 so i think that's like a really english thing though because my granddad used to do it like that but the rest of us, we, like, um, all my mom's first and second cousins and third cousins, those are all my uncles. And all their kids become the next cousin, which is wrong. I know it's wrong, but it's how we do it. It is wrong, but that's how we do it. Oh, yeah. She was, she was, so she was saying, like, um, like whenever, like, you want to come to Paris, like, honestly, there's a place for you to stay. And I was like, oh, my God. That's so amazing. Thank and I was so aghast because I'm like, oh, all I have to pay for is freaking, like, airfare or train that's amazing let's go when i come back to europe let's go yeah i mean i was gonna go alone without you anyway but yeah <laughs> okay i mean you can, you can do that too but we can go again together <laughs> yeah that'll be so good we haven't actually had a holiday together okay i'm gonna have to send this to you and then you're gonna we're, i'll post it for people to see but we can comment we'll comment upon it now and uh but i'm gonna send it to you because this made me laugh so i think i ordered a yoga mat yeah it arrived today <laughs> the one on instagram <laughs> oh no you've seen it ah that's so ridiculous a bath that's a freaking bath that's a toilet thingy mat 
<laughs> I didn't see the full thing because I like I watched the video and I think uh, Anastasia was on it. To just give you guys context, like the picture, like you know when you order things from China and <laughs> the the you don't check the measurements and it's like doll size. Yeah, how was the how is it a yoga mat that is like not even a child? <laughs> That's like a a, a baby changing. <laughs> Like yeah, like for a newborn. Yeah, we'll post it on our Instagram when this episode <laughs> comes out. But guys, it is... T- it, I have never known disappointment like this. Like, if I was my sister. How long did she wait for it? Cause that's probably months. Probably months. Not only because like it came all the way from somewhere else, but because like, right now where she lives, the stuff takes forever to get there. Forever to get there. Because so, it's an island, no? Because it's an island. And so, like, I know she must have been waiting, like, two months. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my days. That's so tragic. That is so tragic. Oh, I feel a sneeze coming along. No, I don't think so. Maybe. I mean, at least... I mean, COVID doesn't make me sneeze now. Um, every time I cough, um, it is the most anxiety-provoking thing in the world. Because if I need to like cough, like I choke on my spit quite often. Like I'll just be like, <gasps> like, <gasps> and when I like surprised to see something, and I'll like inhale like my spit, and I'll like choke on it because I didn't realize I had that much spit in my mouth that I shouldn't be breathing. Oh well, yeah, no, yeah, me too. I feel like it's a normal thing. And I feel like now people are more, like, conscious of what they're doing, especially with their coughing, because everyone's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Did you see that tweet that was just, like, I feel like such a badass for touching something in the store and then putting it back? Or I feel like I'm breaking the law. Yeah, like, grocery shopping is a new other level, because you're like, ugh. Like, you touch it, and then you're like, I don't like it. I don't know why, like, we have to put things in our hands to be like, I don't like it. Like, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to pee. I don't like it. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Literally, so you can. You don't have to touch it to like, like you know. <laughs> Some things you do have to touch. Like you don't want to buy all your avocados super soft because then they'll go bad. So you got to touch the avocados. I bought like I think four avocados the other day, and um. I think the third one I had, I, I squeezed it when I took out the package to make, like, my avocado toast. <laughs> you are staring at something that I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck. <laughs> Why are you still staring at it? Because precious, I was stuck on it. <laughs> stuck on what? You know when you, like, look at something and then it just, like, your eyes just go zoom? And you're like, you're stuck for a second, but it feels so good to just be stuck there. So you just like, let your eyes just sit. Yeah, it was just really creepy on camera. <laughs> like, you know, like when you watch like a movie and like they do those like horror movies when people are just staring at something. And you're like, Becky, what are you staring at? Becky, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, what is she staring at? <laughs> I just like I was stuck I was just stuck I was just stuck it just felt good to be looking there so I didn't want to like you know 
Because the know. thing is, like, you were just staring, you were staring and smiling. So it just seemed creepy. <laughs> I was, like, ready for it. I'm like, what did this bitch do with avocado? And then, like, you said avocado and toast. And I'm like, haha, Gen Z hate that. <laughs> like, I was thinking these things in my head. So I was, like, staring. I was comfortable. I was comfy. I was comfy in my stare. <laughs> thinking about what you were saying and laughing about stuff in my head so that's why the, that was happening i wish you guys saw it that's just it just freaked me out because I, I don't think i've ever seen you look so still and happy like you just still <laughs> um jesus protect me <laughs> hallelujah always um but yeah, it was it was very squishy, and then I put it, I, I peeled it, not peeled it, I you know cut it the way you cut an avocado in half, and I put it in my bowl to like squish to put on the, and it was really hard, and I was like, you misled me, you disgusting, you whore, like you are avocado so. Avocado like piss me off because like you know how you're talking about it being hard. Sometimes you can have an avocado for so long and it won't just like rot like a normal fruit. Sometimes it will, but sometimes it'll just go hard and it'll stay hard and it's bad. You can't eat it. It'll never go soft, but it's just rubbery. Yeah, it was just like hard, but I was like, it can be off because your other friends were like soft and like I could easily just take a spoon and mash it. So you then won't I was even like, let avocado be family. You won't even let the, the avocado have family. They're friends. What if one came from Mexico and one came from like Guatemala and Argentina? You put them all together. They're not family. <laughs> Until they tell me they are, then fine. <laughs> oh my god! What? You know what I just thought of? There's no. I can't remember where I lis- where I was listening to this. Too. Maybe this was like on like no such thing as a fish. Was that not English? I know I said something wrong in that, but I think you'll get what I was saying. And I think there's like a group of people. I can't remember what they're called, but basically they're against like human life or whatever, because they say that as soon as they're born, their whole life is like treacherous. It's just like you're always too hungry or too full or too cold or too hot or you're never like. You're never content. So this guy, I think he was in India, is suing his parents for bringing him into the world because he's part of like that movement that says like, what's the point in like us as humans even surviving if we're like even being around when we're always just in a constant state of like torture. Like we're just constantly too hot, too cold, too sad, too happy, this or that. And it's just like, it's always needing to pee. I am so, I, no, I'm just, it's just, it's a big, uh, (laughs) and yes, crazy, that is like, not human to think being human is a problem, you are depressed, that is, that's what it's called, you are depressed, not being funny, like, it, it should be, isn't it like a sign of depression, you hate yourself that much, come on, man. It's a sign. It's it's like a sign of something. Because I think, like, especially coming it coming from it as, like, we're quite positive people. Like, don't get us wrong. We have negative moments. We have really sad moments. We even have, like, depressive episodes. But, like, we're still very grateful people. Like, we'll sit there mm-hmm. and I'll just, you will be like, oh, it's shit. But, like, 
at least I have this or, you know, so I'm so grateful because of this. And like, we'll sit there. So I think coming from a place of like gratitude and then looking into someone who is like so ungrateful for the fact that like, he needs to go pee. Yeah. I think like when you're looking in, you're like, what the fuck is this? He definitely, there's definitely something. I don't know who put this stuff in his, in his head, but he obviously like it attracted him. So obviously, yeah. He's not a very happy person. But the fact that you're suing your parents. <laughs> the fact that you're mad at your parents for having you, but then they were like parents. Because his parents were there. It's not like it's not like they had him and then they were like yeah. shit parents. And it's how he feels as an adult. You can't control how you feel as a person. Like you are a full grown person feeling these things. You can't blame someone from that. It's crazy, but his mom is a lawyer, so he's not gonna like win whatever the fuck. I think I think I remember his mom being a lawyer or something like that. So he's not gonna win whatever the heck he's thinking of. I really need to find it. Maybe this is complete crap. Stop, 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 stop. Stop the podcast. So this is just to tell you guys that I did find the article. Um, I'll put like a snapshot or something of it up on our Instagram on our story. If you can't find it on our story, you'll be able to find it on our highlights. But this is to let you guys know that there is a man. He is suing his parents for his life. <laughs> and yeah, hope you enjoy. Um, I find it very like um, I'm very American for people to divorce their parents. I feel like only I've never heard any other country. I'm pretty sure I guess it's legal somebody's drum what do you mean divorce your parents they get like written to live by yourself and stuff yeah you can get um divorced from your family like your parents this is i know those i i don't know if you remember like a movie a long time ago it's called um my sister's keeper like they had a thing about like the the daughter had cancer and she didn't something with her mom and she wanted to separate from her her mom and even in real life, this actress, the girl from um, Modern Family, mm-hmm. like the little girl, the brunette, the, the younger sister in the, in the is it Dumpy Family? Mm-hmm. Um, she, in real life, she separated from her mom because she didn't like how her mom was like, kind of being like a, like a dance mom's t- type, you know? Right just all over her career and her life and stuff like that so i can't remember what it's called like there's a word for it because i know someone i went with she left home at 16 and it it was like she didn't like divorce her mom she just wanted autonomy from the age of like 16 to be able to go work and do her thing legally so she had to like have some papers signed and stuff so that she could like i think i think if i'm getting it right yeah 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 it's that it's that yeah i want to say like I want to say, but it's the wrong word. It's not emancipation. I feel like that's the wrong word. I feel like that's something different for being free. What is emancipated? Uh, I feel like isn't it being free or like being uh, given? Okay, we have phone. Can you Google it? Because obviously, you know. yeah, set free, emancipated to be set free, especially from legal, social, or political restrictions. So I guess it is emancipation, is it not? Yeah. yeah. And it was literally that because she was too young, so she had to like divorce her mom so she can have like legal rights for herself. You keep using the words. You're divorcing. You're leaving because like well, there's no other connection. I know it's not marital, but it's bl- like family.
Welcome back to this segment. Not that you went anywhere. You probably just heard a little noise and now you're back. So we took a break. Welcome back, Precious. Thank you. What say you? What is your beauty mark for this week? My beauty mark? Honestly, like, honestly, my beauty marks keep being, like, internal. But it's a different one from the last one. Okay, okay, okay. You have more than one internal thing? Honestly. This like mind. Your this mind. So, like, I think for me right now, my beauty mark, it's another internal one, but it's feeling like not heard sometimes. I don't know if anyone else experiences this. I'll give you like what usually happens and I'll tell you why I think it happens and in the moment why I feel like a type of way. But when I yeah. reflect on it, I'm okay with it. So, I feel like I suffer with social anxiety and I feel like when I have a role to play, I'm fine. But when I'm Mm -hmm. in a social situation where I'm not the bartender, where I'm not like the person behind the counter, whatever it is I'm doing, if I don't have a role to play, I start to then feel like very uh, like self-conscious. And sometimes I'm really fine. Sometimes in life I am good. And then other Mm -hmm. times like I go through this cycle in my life where it's really like anxiety provoking. And I think anyone who suffers with anxiety, specifically like social anxiety, like mm-hmm. they will experience this where they'll have spurts of they're absolutely fine. Nothing makes them anxious. We're all good. And then other spurts where it's like, oh my God, like I can't bear to go to the shop right now. Like I'll go at, oh, I'll no, go yeah. at you know? Yeah. I understand what you mean. Like with that kind of social anxiety, I feel like when I'm in a public space, like for me, I'm very, it's very, um, I think because, and I know I have a social anxiety, like I hate, like if I, if I know I have to go to the corner shop, like walk down, I'm like, oh my God, like if I'm walking, people are going to see me in their cars. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like this whole like thing that plays in your head where you're th- overthinking about going oh, down to the street. Um, but I know from like putting a social environment, obviously I'm like, I have anxiety like preparing to go there but then once I'm there I'm like the the best way I fight my anxiety is like facing my fears because anxiety is just fearing the unknown yeah because we're all I feel like everyone that's why anxiety isn't uh I mean it's obviously a thing but it's not a uncommon thing anymore no 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 people, more people talk about it it's much more like yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's human because we all are afraid of the unknown. Like we don't know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. But you have to take take it on head first. And when I'm in, in, put in a social um, uh, environment, I'm the type of person to greet people now. Like, but that's like my counter, you know, like my yeah. fear. Of, How are you going to like hit this back? Like, Yeah. Because I'm like, if I'm not greeting them, then they're not greeting me. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like everyone feels the same. So I feel like I should be the person like, to be like, hi, I'm Precious and blah, 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 blah. Which and then great. people feel more comfortable. Yeah. Um, so like, that's one thing I, because when people meet me now, they're like, oh, like, you know, you're very sociable and stuff. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, no, I'm not. But like, it's because I put on that thing. Yeah. In my which is like, it's a really good tactic, but like, there's just some, and you've told me this tactic before, and that's why you like to go earlier to parties so that you can be the one that people have to like come and greet, right? Is that, was it you who told me that? Was it my other friend? Yeah. 
was you. So like you, you're already there so that you can greet like one person at a time rather than going around and be like, hi, 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 hi. I've like, I've been in situations where like, I, I'll be around like maybe a couple people I know, but the majority of people like I don't know. And it's not to say that the people in like the social situation aren't trying with like me. They are like, I've never been in a situation where every, where everyone has purposely just blanked me. But what it yeah. is that, um, I, like I'll, someone will say something and I'll, I'll say, I'll think it's like super funny, whatever I think in my head and I'll say it out loud and no one will hear me and it's not that it's not like it's not that they purposely ignored me it's not that they've heard me and being like oh it's probably something stupid i know it's not what it is is that it's my anxiety coming out and i go to like say it i go to say something but i don't say it loud enough because i already have anxiety about saying it but i think it's funny that i have to share it but because i have anxiety about saying it i know that i don't say it loudly and then no one hears me and then i'm like oh it wasn't it wasn't worth saying anyway. So why did I even do that to myself? And then like, I'll think about it for like the next 30 minutes with like, without trying to look like I'm thinking about it. And then like, I'll get home and I'll be like, okay, you need to get over that shit because literally you just didn't say it loud enough. That is your fault. It wasn't that what you said was like invalid. It wasn't that what you said wasn't good enough. If you just, you didn't say it enough. You have more confidence in yourself. You need to say it with your chest. And then it becomes like a different situation. That's my beauty mark. That's like, having confidence in myself to just say what it is I like wanted to say with, without feeling like if I'm not heard or people just don't hear me without like taking it personally. But I feel like for me, I always, I feel like I always say this, but because it's how I feel. Um, the older I get them, the less I'm going to be like, um, the less I'll not take myself seriously because I'm like, I'm a grown up, you know, and the older I am, the more like, because at what point is it in your mind that yeah you click you know you are valid you are a person you are you are someone that people should take seriously and that's kind of like the whole uh idea of imposter syndrome yeah. kind of like oh i don't i shouldn't be here i don't belong here but it's like no <laughs> i do like i'm capable i'm a capable human being i'm a fully developed person and i feel obviously people grow differently and people who don't handle their own like maybe baggage don't fully grow but I feel like for me I'm very uh present I guess with myself mentally yeah. it's very much like you know and that's when I know like if it's if we're not vibing then we're not vibing it's not because like I'm it's being awkward it's not me it's not you we're just not vibing yeah yeah I think a part of it also comes from I like, I know that like, I'm a people pleaser because I don't know, like, I don't know why, but I've always just been like a really nice person, but to the point where like, I'm nice that I want no one to be angry at me. And I know this is like, I know this is like a weakness that I have. And like, I'm so much better now at being like, no, don't care. No, but there's still like parts of me that are like, oh no, but I still want you to be happy. And part of that is like me being nice. But sometimes like I take it too far. And I even remember like when I was in IB, I had told you and you repeated it back to me. And I was like, I think I was in like, I was in form five when I said this. So right before like lower six. And I said to you like, I'm just so frustrated with people asking me to go places with them because they know I won't say no. And I remember later that year, maybe right before IB or in IB, someone asked me to go somewhere and I like, I looked at them like, and you're like, no, she doesn't want to go with you. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you're like, Maria, you don't have to go places if you don't want to. And then like later you told me, you were just like, you don't have to go anywhere if you don't want to. And it's like, it's, it's part of that, like, I don't mean to be a people pleaser. I just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I don't want anyone to feel like lonely. And I think at the end of the day, it's not only about liking me, even though being liked feels nice. It's also about, um, it's also about like, I, I'll think in and I'll be like, oh, but maybe it's really lonely walking to the ICT room. Like I know how alone I feel when I walk to the ICT room. Like you just start thinking about how they may feel. And then that's what gets me into a place. I mean, I understand you know, like, so. yeah, I mean like I understand empathy, but for me like empathy is like, it's not, it's um, like empathy is different in a way where it's like I feel like I do feel for people like if it's something devastating like 100% but if it's something like like dude like no like I don't I'm gonna just say no to that you know and I think I remember I remember I will never forget I think that's why I'm very much comfortable with my own space um is when I think it was form maybe uh form one so like year seven we every time after school we'd all hang out like together as a group mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I think it had to be like year six because this other girl was there and she didn't go to form one with us um and this the person like leading the group was like oh I want to go like oh let's do this and then me and the the other girl were I don't know for me I was like I don't want to do that like I knew I was like I was like I don't understand like why everyone is like following one person it's we're not sheep and I remember oh, yeah. saying it out loud and I was like I was like hey you like you don't want to do that either right and she's like yeah and I was like then let's not like we don't have to do that like it's not we're not obligated to do that at the end of the day it's not like we're gonna lose friendships over not doing the same thing and I just remember like kind of always being like that and I feel like maybe for a long time because I was like an only child you know? yeah so I don't know I've always been able to do even though I have like that anxiety of like <gasps> I can't do this on my own but then like you do it on your own anyway like I know for example at work sometimes I'm like, I don't want to walk to the bathroom because people will stare at me like I have that's the only like thing but then I'll do it and then be like oh my god oh my god oh my god like throughout in your brain the whole way to the bathroom I'm like oh my god oh my god until you get oh, to okay. the place right it's like people are staring at me, but no one gives a shit because we're all living our own lives. I always um, have really bad anxiety, like talking about the bathroom. Like I'm, I'm just thinking about when I've been at like a friend's house and there's a bunch of us and we're sat like drinking or we're sat watching a movie and I need to go pee. I always have such bad anxiety to get up and leave the room. And I don't know, like, I don't really know why, but I just always feel like super uncomfortable unless someone is walking with me like, hey, do you got to pee? So yeah, okay. Yeah, like, me too. Why? It's so weird. It's why. Yeah, me too. It's like even toilet, even today, like leaving because like I didn't leave at seven with everyone. I left because the girl training me was like, oh, you can leave at half six. So when I was leaving, obviously everyone's staring at me and saying bye. So I felt like really super like everyone's staring at me, you know, um, but they were, they, they actually were though. <laughs> like, I mean, bye. Bye. <laughs> And I felt like, gosh, like, this is so awkward. So, like, I like when I, because I have to walk home, I'll have, like, a podcast in my ear because it feels like I'm walking with a friend or something. Because <laughs> um, 
because even if I have music, because then you're like looking around. But like if you have someone talking in your ear, you feel like, well, like you know, you're laughing to yourself, or like you're doing whatever, and it's you're just you. It's just you and something. I think that's why like then I feel comfortable with myself. Yeah. But if I feel alone, alone, where it's like, oh my god, people in cars can see me. But I, yeah, I mean, going back to why I love London is because. I feel like everyone's doing their own thing. Yes, no one pays attention to you. And like sometimes, like if you're feeling sad, it can feel really like isolating. But when you're fine, like when you're absolutely fine, it just feels good. It feels freeing. Like no one gives a shit about what it is I'm doing or what it is I'm wearing or where it is I'm going. You know, like it feels good. Freeing. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, maybe that's my one as well. Anxiety. on that note guys thank you for uh, coming to another week of RB Marks it's your girl Prasha and Maria if you want to email us in about anything that was said on the <laughs> podcast today you gotta like sorry you gotta say this um, if you want to email us in on anything that was said about uh, anything that was said on the podcast today Please do email in if you got something funny that happened to you. If you have any, I don't know, whatever we talked about. If you have your own input, if we missed a joke, if anything, send us an email at our beauty marks, our beauty marks at gmail.com. I thought we would make it without elongating the goodbye, the outro. <laughs> I I just think like maybe this is our our mo. I, maybe we should just own it. And also, if you guys are We're suffering with anxiety, <laughs> also if you guys are suffering with anxiety, I just feel like I should add this in. Wait, precious, because <laughs> don't just oh sorry, computer, but you just literally like flipped your head like what? You slapped me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, if I could. Um, if you are suffering with anxiety, there is this really great. Um, Instagram page called anti underscore. Um, it's it's um, a company that wants to start making clothing that has a logo on it so that if you see that person with that logo, you'll know that they suffer from, suffer or experience or are empathetic to people who experience um, social anxiety. And it's just really a logo to show that, that they're a safe space and also, they may need a safe space. So I think it's a really good cause. It's a startup. So if you want to go follow that, it is anti-angst underscore. Also, go follow our Instagram page, our beauty marks. You heard it, guys. That was our PR team. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to add, Precious? Oh, no, I was done. <laughs> Well, you heard it there, guys. She didn't care if you emailed in. I'm the one that cares about you, so. I care. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see who reads the emails, but we'll be waiting. Yeah. Even if you just want to say hi, we'll, yeah, anyways, bye. Bye. That concludes our fourth episode. We are so excited to be on this journey. Um, Our listener rate has gone up, and we're super chuffed. Um, Please. If you enjoy this podcast, feel free to share it with your friends. 
Um, do email us in. I'm still waiting for our very first email ever. Ever. But we hope you enjoyed this episode and see you for the next one.